Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On this radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science and spirituality is teaching us that we're all one. Science now is the new um, quantum physics. Quantum physics is teaching us that everything is energy. And that energy is interconnected and interdependent. In essence, that energy is one thing. That's all there is, is that energy. And it's interconnected and interdependent, meaning that we are all one. We are all connected. We are all, not just people, but plants, the planet, everything is connected. Because all there is, my term for God, is all there is. Now, ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the universal truth of oneness for eons. And now it's not even new science. Quantum physics is over a hundred years old. So by now, we should know this universal truth of oneness. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is Create the Future with Michelle Brock. Welcome, Michelle, to Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Yes, I met you. We were talking a little bit before we got started recording. I met you and heard of you through a very dear friend of mine from Helping Parents Heal, because I have a son in spirit and she has a son in spirit and she told me about your work and that's why I, I wanted to invite you on the show and, and let you share. Please share your journey yes. with our listeners. Thank you so much. And um, like I said, thank you for this opportunity to be part of this beautiful show and your mission. But that was exactly you know, well, well said about the oneness. Um, I got into, I, I'm, a, I'm a spiritual life coach. I have a coaching practice. Um, I've been doing this for almost 15 years and I got into this work through my own journey, like any good coach. Um, and mostly through my journey around loss. Um, I lost my mother in 1977. I was about to turn three, um, left my dad with my sister who's younger than me with two babies and growing up, you know, it was one of those questions like, you know, why? Do some people get to have their mother and I didn't get to have mine? Or, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Right? That was really just that fundamental question, um, working through the grief of that loss that helped me ask these bigger questions. Um, And about 15 years ago, um, I'd hit another crossroads. Again, another loss. I lost my grandmother. Um, 
and my journey involves a lot of loss. I, I lost all my grandparents. <laughs> um, and this one was my mother's mother. So it was like losing my mother all over again. Right. And, you know, during that period of time, someone gave me a book. Um, actually, my sister gave me a book um, written by Dr. Brian Weiss. It's called Many Lives, Many Masters. Right here. You have it. It's right. Ah, wait a second. Because it is one of my favorite books. It yeah. is right. Here. Actually, that's messages from the masters. That's my favorite of his. Oh, books. okay. Several. Yes. His first book. Yes, that is one. That is my favorite book too, because it's about all of the beautiful messages from spirit. Yes. Received. Um, but. I read Many Lives, Many Masters, and I couldn't put it down. Okay. It's not a super long book, but I read it in one sitting, and it okay. lit this fire in me. It was just the most compelling thing I'd ever read. And for your viewers who aren't familiar with the book, it's a story of a, of a he's a psychiatrist who yes. was working with a patient who was experiencing a lot of trauma and a lot of symptoms, um, panic, and in the context of their therapy, he was using hypnosis to kind of uncover traumatic memories that might have been in her past that were causing her symptoms. Yes. And he couldn't find anything in her past in this life that was contributing to her symptoms. So he said in frustration, go to the time which your symptoms began. And she described this scene that was thousands of years ago. And, you know, he, he was like, they didn't teach me this at Yale medical school. Like I don't really know what's happening. But over the course of their therapy together, she got better. And not only did she get better, but she became more uh, awakened and more intuitive and more peaceful and more um, able to kind of attract and manifest things. It was almost like this magical kind of opening that she had. And you know, he wrote this book from the perspective of watching her have this experience. Mm -hmm. And you know, after I put it down, I thought, I need to know who this woman is. Where is she lecturing? Because her story is so compelling. And she doesn't, she never even disclosed her real name. Okay. Because it was in the context of therapy. Yes. So I went to meet him and I said, you know, I want to have this experience. Of course, there were hundreds of people that had flocked to his workshop that weekend, but he yes. said, I can choose one person to come up on stage and have this experience. Wow. And he chose me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of those things. I was sitting in the back and I remember thinking like, too, like, I know there's so many people that travel from all over the world that want to have this experience. And I went up on stage and in front of a few hundred people, I had an experience that changed my life forever. Not just changed my life. It changed the way that I look at everything, the way I view even just like purpose, why we're here. And the story actually of, of that past life experience I had with him is in his most recent book, which actually I have right here. Okay. Awesome. Miracles happen. Okay. My story is in that book. He co-wrote awesome. his daughter, Amy. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of the story was about healing the grief around losing, losing my mother. A lot of things that came up in the past like were connected to my feelings about my father and how he handled the loss of my mother. I mean, it was basically like, 30 years of therapy in like 45 minutes. Yes. <laughs> it just brought all this understanding and peace. So I went back to him about nine months later and I said, teach me yes. how to do this. And I've been doing this ever since with my own 
clients. Yeah. I look at it as an opportunity to pay it forward to this experience that was just so peaceful and so healing and so transitional. So it's a tool I use as a life coach to help people figure out, you know, where they're feeling stuck or they're, you know, feeling like life has no purpose, life has no meaning. Why am I here? Um, some people have practical reasons for coming to see me. Maybe there's a phobia or something mm -hmm. that they're dealing with that they can't understand yeah. um, why they have this fear. It comes from a previous life. Um, I have a lot of people who are single and looking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where's my soulmate? <laughs> that's, that's a common one. Okay. Um, and I tell people all the time, I have the most interesting job on the entire planet. It's fascinating. People are fascinating. You know, I'm kind of a history nerd also too. So watching people go through different periods of time, the things they describe and the experiences they describe and how universal our, our experience as human beings really is, is the one, and which is why I love the title of your podcast, Oneness. Yes. Yes. One. And I think that oneness. reincarnation yes. Yes. is the great equalizer. We've been yes. gender, ethnicity, background, experience, you know. Exactly. And if everybody could understand that, there would be world peace. I, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so true. And, 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 oh, my goodness. It, like what you just said, it, um, when we understand who we truly are yes. as divine souls experiencing all there is. Yes. God wants to experience all there is through us. Yes. So, He's going to live every type of life through us. He, I say he, that's just because yeah. you know, we're, we're brought up, but he, she, there's no gender. Universal it's, oneness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, um, so in essence, I see this like also, because I, I started studying spirituality very long ago, but it was science. Hmm. Science gave me the awareness I needed. Mm -hmm. Spirituality, I, 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 I loved metaphysical books. I loved spirituality. Even Brian's book, I loved. But it wasn't until I watched a film on quantum physics that that was, that was the key to my awakening. And awakening comes from within. It's not... Is that the What the Bleep film? What the Bleep. Yes. What yeah. the Bleep. That, and it was one sentence. Yeah. One sentence. Very long film. And I really, the movie part of it, I didn't care for. The yeah. documentary part of it, the interviews with the scientists. Yeah. And, and actually, she's not a scientist. She's a journalist. Her name is Lynn McTaggart. Mm -hmm. And she's been a guest on my show. I have her books. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's great. Her interest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. And um, her one sentence that inspired my awakening was the biggest problem in the world today is the illusion of separateness. We think we're separate. Yeah. That's why it's like, okay, it's okay for me to rob from you and to kill you and to lie to you because you're separate from me. Yeah. Not true at all. Right. That's right. You are an aspect of me. And we're all aspects, holographic aspects of all that is. That's my term for God. Because a lot, you know, God is everything and everyone. And when we can see that. You mentioned quantum physics earlier. It's something that I've been super interested in for many years as well. And it began with me when I started studying um, shamanism. I have several Native American teachers that I've worked with. And the way that indigenous people almost all over the globe describe time 
was that time is an illusion. That, that you know, one of my um, Cherokee teachers says that, that time doesn't move like an arrow, it moves like a wheel. The past, present, and future all happen concurrently, right? So things that mystics have talked about or indigenous people have talked about or people that live in, in a way that was more connected with the earth have described things. Quantum physics is actually proving now that they're true. Exactly. <laughs> that we've become disconnected from this truth and that science is returning us to this truth, that there are so much more going on on an energetic level around us at all times than what meets the eye. So exactly. Exactly. And you exactly went where I was going, which was about the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's because no, not only the shamans say that. Uh, um, again, science. Um, Albert Einstein yes. said time is merely an illusion. And this was over a hundred years ago. Yeah. Time uh, or close to a hundred years ago. He said time is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. So yes. once I, and another one of my favorite books is The Power of Now yep. by Edgar Tolle, yep. which, which talks about the now, which talks about, and so I always believe in reincarnation, but once I understood that time is not linear, right. everything, all of our lives we're living right here and now, yeah. every one of them. And in, in, in hypnosis, we can access past, we can even ask, access future lives. If you ask somebody to go the other way, because time is not linear. That's right. All of the lives that we live, we're living right now. So I use a new, new term now. I use simultaneous lives. Mm, That's my, okay. Yes, okay. yes. Because yeah. I know that I'm living all my past lives now, here yeah. now, and the only time that is, is the now, and all my future lives, here yeah. now, and this present life. And I love the power of now, because it's great. I understand some people that come to you that are stuck, and yeah. they want to find out why and how, and then they, I love that. But yeah. I always say, for me, it's the now moment right. that I, because even oh, Stephen Hawkins, who just who recently um, transitioned, yep. um, he in his work he recently has proven. Now I'm not a scientist, so I can't talk to it, tell you the science of it. But in his work, he has proven that the now moment affects the past as well as the future. That's correct. Yes. But, yes. And because it's so it's where I choose to focus in this now moment, I could heal all of the past trauma from this life and previous lives right. and all of trauma possibly in future lives yeah. in this now moment. I think you just described perfectly the essence of what I do where uh, we're in this physical form in this physical body. So we feel that this is this is my experience that I'm yes. having now. With the idea that things that happened to us in what we perceive the past to be, so the 1700s or the fifth century or whatever it is, yes. on an energetic and vibrational way is impacting us somehow now. Yes. Whether it's limiting belief systems, uh, fears, prejudices, yes. You know, all of these things, the idea that these things are energy, that's what we bring with us from before. Yes. And that we can heal them now in order 
to create a new trajectory for our future, which is why you call this show Create the Future. I don't really care about past lives. I mean, exactly. That's why, that's, that's, why I, that's why I say, oh, I like that. Create the future. Yeah. So it's kind of like to get yeah. rid of the things in your past that are holding you back from fully being present in the now and from creating the future that represents your highest destiny. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because in every now moment, we, we choose where the, the future is not set. Yeah. That's and, right. and, and we create it from this now moment, the vibration, because everything is energy at, of vibrating at a certain frequency. So mm -hmm. it's our core vibration that creates our next moment. One so, of my favorite things about passive progression, though, is that it's a practical tool. I mean, I think that a lot of people understand these concepts like, oh, it's about the now and it's energy and it's oneness, but have a difficult time figuring out how to experience that directly. Yes. Right? So it's kind of like to see, wow, I'm in a different body. Yes. I looked different before. Yes. And then to experience also having transitioned there's a lot about uh, around death and dying connected yes. to this work like wow yes. I, I died i left my body my consciousness is separate from my body exactly and, and it was carried over into a, a new form. another body mm -hmm. it's a practical way for somebody to see themselves and then it's like oh these concepts that seem lofty or ethereal or, or things that you read in books or that only scientists can understand can be understood on an individual practical level. Yes. So it's life, exactly. a life-changing experience. It can. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that I always, I um, refer to my body as a vehicle. Yeah. Like I've had many cars. I can't even remember how many cars, different <laughs> cars I've had in this lifetime. Yeah. And I, that's exactly how I think about my body. Yeah. I have a car. But I'm not my car. Yeah. I have a body. I'm not my body. And I designed it. I picked out this design for this life experience. I picked out my height, everything about me. That's exactly right. Yes. That lines up with, I've worked with thousands and thousands of people individually. They all say they decided their life plan. And we decided, yes. we talked a little bit about this before we began, our life plans how we connect with other people, these soul contracts. Yes. People we cross yes. paths with. This is what's going to happen. We decided all of this. And all of this. It's very yes. nice to tell someone who's in the throes of a super big life challenge to be like, well, your soul chose this. Yeah. I, yeah. Learning and growth, you know. Right. You know, I, yeah, side, they realize that having exactly. survived and been on the other side. Exactly. So. And, when, and when they do experience that, it's a, it's a, such a power. It's empowering yeah. to understand. Wait a second. I did because when you understand and really embody the fact that you are creating your life experience here and now, yeah. and if you don't like it, you have the power to change it because you created it. So it's, to me, it's so empowering. I, one of my favorite taglines, and I have a lot of kind of I, I throw reincarnation and past lives into almost everything I say, but yes. we can reincarnate now. If yes. you don't like the life you're living, you can choose. 
I have several past lives in this life. I've yes. I've reinvented myself so many times. Yes. My forties, you know, I'm going to keep going. Yes. It's, it's kind of like you're never stuck. You you can mm. always change your life and, and, yes. and like and completely reincarnate and put a, a part of your life behind you. Yes. Yes. It can be a past life now. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Cause again, it goes back to the the everything is frequency and vibration. So what's happening at a lower vibration, if you're at that vibration, that's what you're experiencing. As soon as you realize, wait a second, I can raise my vibration. As soon as you realize that, you just switch timelines. Yeah. You just switch timelines. And what you said earlier too about healing the past. Yes. Also heals the exactly. That's exactly. a fundamental principle of shamanism. I've, I've studied shamanism from uh, traditions um, from five different continents, and they're all saying the same thing. Yes, this line is a continual line, and that when you heal the past, you're also healing the future, and it's all connected. Very, very true. It's, it's really, yes. it's really brilliant. Like I said, how science is starting to bring. It's almost like it's a return. Yes. To the wisdom that we used to honor. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> In a simpler time. <laughs> yes, yes, it's so true. It's so. Yeah. Um, the science of quantum physics is what, and, and what that's the science of everything. All of new technology is yeah. based on quantum physics. That's right. And the computer, the smartphone, the TV, everything is based on quantum physics. So. The science now, and we're just at the tip of the of the yeah. quantum physics. There's so much more to learn, but even that tip, all of quantum physics is in agreement with ancient wisdom of shamanism and spirituality. They're yep. in total agreement, and a lot of people don't even realize that. Yeah. Well, we actually, according to the Mayan calendar, everybody talked about like, oh, 2012, it's going to be like the end of the world. No, there was a, a shift to a new era on planet earth. So we're just a few years into something completely new. And what ancient people prophesied was that completely new thing where we, we would learn to grow new bodies. We would learn to communicate in different ways. We yeah. would learn to, to, to be able to connect with each other in different ways. And I think that right now what's happening, obviously with this coronavirus thing, whatever, to everyone's home, we're being forced to like, hey, there are different ways we can still stay connected. Of course. Right? Of course. And, and explore that part of us. So it, it's- Of course. But we just started it a few years ago and it's gonna go on for thousands of years. So we're, we're brand new. We're brand well, new. Yes, I'm glad you brought up that 2012 because people thought, I always knew that that was the beginning of a new era. Yeah, yeah. And now that we are in 2020, is and I've been saying this since September 2019, mm. 2020 is the year of clear vision. Yes. And I knew something big was going to happen in 2020, but I thought it wasn't going to happen till September. Honestly, I was like, okay, something big is going to happen this year, but it's not going to come around to the end of the year. But well, we still, still can't. <laughs> Yeah. What we're in is truly what yeah. we're in right now. In the end of April 2020, we've been on lockdown. Uh, you know, Pennsylvania, where I live, has been on lockdown for the past six weeks. Mm-hmm. We are, and then I didn't get it until the second weekend, and I realized, wait a second, this is it. Yeah, this is the beginning of the mass awakening that we've been hearing about. 
Yep. Because a lot of things are going to be revealed this year. I agree. The blinders. And it's no coincidence that when you go to the eye doctor and they say you have 2020 vision, you don't need glasses. That's yeah. no coincidence. Yeah. 2020 is the year of clear the mass, the mass reveal, the mass awakening, where humanity as a, a collective is going to see what has been happening for centuries. Yeah. I just know, all I know it's going to happen this year. So you, knew the, you knew the 2012 thing was the beginning of the new era. And whenever people would tell me that, oh, I have all this fear about 2012, mm -hmm. I, I would say, I have a mind calendar. It's on my wall. Okay. It's a circle. It's round. Okay. It's not, yeah, it's not an end. It's not no continues, And that's a big thing with me. You know, growing up, I, I, I grew up being very connected to nature. I, spent a, I was a very outdoorsy kid. You know, to me, reincarnation made more sense, even though I wasn't raised in a tradition that right. believed in reincarnation. In fact, my parents are very religious and don't believe in reincarnation. Right. Um, I, was, I was raised completely to, to not believe in reincarnation. But right. It made more sense when I looked at cycles in nature that yes. the life, death, and rebirth that happens around us continuously, and we're a part of nature, so why would we be any different? And, and that was kind of my foray into how it, it, just, it just seemed to make sense to me. There's no, there's no end in my account. No, no <laughs> end at all. No end. And off the edge, right? It's right. Just going, so. Right. And also, I, w I wasn't, we weren't Catholic, but mm -hmm. I was sent to Catholic school for six years mm -hmm. for the education. My yeah. father was a dentist and he felt like, okay, Catholic education, solid, good education. I'm sending my kids to Catholic school. Not that we became Catholic, but we had religion in class every day. Yep. We had the nuns. We had corporal punishment where you actually got spanked in school. Yeah. In this, I'm talking about the mid sixties. Yeah. But I knew, and see, also my father was very strict. And my father said to me, uh, said to me and my brother, we were just two of us, children are to be seen and not heard. So I go to school and I'm hearing all this stuff in religion class. And my, I'm like, I started in kindergarten. And five years old, I'm thinking to myself, well, I can't say this, but no. <laughs> yeah. this, I, can't, I have to keep my mouth shut because I'm a child. But what you're telling me makes absolutely no sense. And it's, no, I'm not buying it. I'm not swallowing it. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. That's right. okay, I'm just your, not. Your soul had a resonance. Like you were probably an old soul that landed in a five-year-old girl's body. Like, wait, no, this is not, nope, not the truth. Not my truth. truth. <laughs> not the truth. Yeah. Not the truth. And that's why I say, honestly, um, from day one, from the dad popped out, I was following spirit guidance. So I was the black sheep of the family. I wasn't a bad kid, mm -hmm. but I just like, if it didn't resonate with me, I, now I can, now I know that. Thankfully, <laughs> I've been following. I know, and, and I'm very fortunate. I do. I do have a lot of um, colleagues and friends who are healers or people who are, you know, doing conscious media, like you're doing, helping to kind of spread the word. The, the black sheep of the family is a little bit of a, a blueprint of just kind of, you were just born like, no, but we're born to just tear open, you know, the, the, the fissure in the concept of who people think they are. It's, it's a very specific life path. And yes. Like, kind of, yes. 
yes, to, yes, challenge, yes, yes. to challenge the status quo to help create this new awareness. So exactly. Yeah. And we are 2020. We are in the thick of it. And I, I'm just, I was so shocked that like when I, when it really hit me, it was probably March 21st. We're like, wait a second. This is what we've been waiting for. I know it seems crazy to the world that, oh, we're in, but if we think about it, it's actually a very, this is a time where us being inside, it gives us more time to meditate and really go within. Yep. It, it, it's, you know what? Mother Earth, Gaia, is a living being, and she has regenerated so much in the past six weeks. There's dolphins appearing where they've never appeared. The Isn't skies amazing? are clear in LA for the yeah. first time in eons. It's like, it's just so much. Mother Earth is healing herself while we are staying at home. And I read the other day that the largest hole in the ozone over the, over the North Pole has actually closed. See? I mean, Mother Earth, she's amazing. It's she's incredible. healing herself. And yeah. now this is our time, even though we like, oh my God, oh my God. And now the thing is, because I said, I think I shared with you before we started recording, and this is a direct order from Spirit. And this is the first time Spirit yelled at me. When I said, I'm not, I'm not audibly, but inside, inside here. I'm familiar with it, yes. Spirit <laughs> yelled at me to turn off the news and, um, 2001 September of 2001 and never turn it back on so it didn't just say turn it off for now right turn it off don't have that in your turn it back on so that was 19 years ago I think it's really I interesting think, I, talking I think, about 2020 and and the idea of the clear vision it's almost like this time that we're mandated to kind of step away from our normal life Yes. It's giving us the clues as to what we need to do moving forward. We've got to change. We've got to change our value system. We've yes. got to change the way we approach how we, you know, are, are treating the planet, how we're treating each other, how we're doing business, commerce, equality. There's so much that has come out about inequity and inequality in, in our, our system. Yes. Through this. And I think that you're right. It's kind of like in a very painful way. It's showing us what we're doing isn't working. This is broken. And mm -hmm. here's what we need to know about how to fix it moving forward. And I don't think it's going to happen all at once, but it's kind of like, see? It's the, be it's the beginning. And it's things are speeding up exponentially. Yeah. Even, okay, think about technology in 1900 compared to the technology in the year 2000. Yep. See the leaps and bounds. So even, okay, so if you experience, if you um, compared 1800 to 1900, not that much a change yeah. in a hundred years. Yeah. But from 1900 to 2000, exponentially. So yeah. here we are 20 years into the 21st century mm -hmm. and things are speeding up exponentially. So the, 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 things we're talking about changing um new needing new systems all around new way of government new way of education everything needs to be overhauled because yep. nothing is really working no. and, and in a sense it has to be torn down to build up the new but if you think about what we're going through it's not that bad yeah we're stuck at home yeah you know like, we actually are on a much higher timeline like right. we were talking about about in each now moment we choose a higher we could we could choose a lower i prefer to choose a, choose a as a collective because we are one 
Right. Humanity as a collective has chosen a very high timeline. Right. That we are, okay, let's make them stay at home. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then they, because they need a timeout. It's kind of like when you were, remember, probably especially during your generation, instead of getting spankings, you were sent to the corner for a timeout. <laughs> that is what the universe and you met, you know, God, and we said we need a timeout. Yeah. And we are being given that timeout right now. We really are. You know, I, I'm I'm in I'm in New York City on the Upper West Side. I don't think there's anybody who, or any of my neighbors who doesn't know somebody who's not been sick. Okay. There now are that's... a lot of people who are losing parents in nursing homes. Heartbreaking. You know, it, it it is around. And I actually talked on the phone to a friend of mine this morning. She's she had the virus. Mm. And she said, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. She said that it, it, she had a mild case, but it's still very scary. And she was very, very ill. So you're right. It's like, if we're just being asked to just stay home, why is that so hard for people? Exactly. Well, I was saying that, you know, as our, our family and in our, our, our unit and, you know, I get a lot of people that are really having a hard time being single right now because mm -hmm. they're alone in their singleness. But I'm like, well, you could be stuck with your spouse that you don't get along with. And <laughs> what's worse? Right? You know, I mean, I think we're all just kind of feeling helpless. I, I think that mm -hmm. helplessness I, is the hardest part for, I think, for yes. us. We're such control freaks as human beings. We want to be masters of our own universe. And none of us are, are in control of what's happening right now. And that's just really forcing this surrender that's beautiful in some ways, but it's just painful and difficult for so many of us, myself included. The surrender part is hard. It is. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to give you a totally different perspective. My, and I love you, and I, and, and I always share on this show that you don't have to agree to, because no. me, I'm having an extremely opposite experience. And we started that, we took, when we started talking, I was just, matter of fact, as I'm looking out the windows, these kids are running up and down as I'm talking to you. Yeah. But that's not even what I want to say. <laughs> My experience is, I only know of one person who had been diagnosed with the virus. My aunt, 87 years old with a history of cancer, and she's fine. Oh, okay? Goodness. 87 years old and Thank a history of cancer. Now, I don't know exactly what her cancer is right now, if it's in remission. I just know about five years ago, I was told by a cousin that she had cancer, and I don't even know what kind, but she's 87 years old. She's the only person, and that same cousin told me recently that she was diagnosed with COVID, but she's 19, but she's doing fine. So, Bless her heart. I'm yes. Serious. Wow. So, and her. that's the only person I have even heard of. Yeah. My block, now you're in up, you're in New York City. I'm, I'm, I'm literally living in the epicenter of, of the virus in the world right now. <laughs> okay. All right. And, 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 you know, New Yorkers are resilient. We take a lot of pride in that. You know, yes. I live here during uh, September 11th. Yes. No, yes, I mean, yes, yes, yes. That's right. True. Yeah. You're there. It's a different right there. In other yeah. places. Yeah. I'm but. not far from you. I'm only, I'm only an hour and a half from New York City. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not far, but I'm in the mountains. I'm in a more, more rural suburban area. It's more kind of a mixture of rural and suburban. Yeah. Um, the kids that have been out of school, they've been up and down 
playing, no masks, none of my neighbors we wear, we go out when it's nice out, because we've had yucky weather of late, but when it's nice out, like yesterday was gorgeous, we were all out, we we're all talking, and it's almost like a big part, block party, because yeah. everybody's home, it's a nice day, we want to be outside in the sunshine, nobody's wearing masks, nobody's wearing gloves, we're not, we're not even, the, the corona, the COVID-19 is not phasing us and we're actually raising our vibration because we're just having the big old power party. Right, so it's right. totally opposite. It's totally different. You know, totally and, different. and I think you're right. I think that it's important to stay positive and not attach to the, the fear of this too much. And, and, but also understanding that this is such a diverse country and such a diverse world. And I think that that, what you just said, I think is, can be a larger lesson that, your experience is not my experience and that we all experience things in a unique way. That's like on a micro level. It can be like on a macro level as well, right? Like mm -hmm. it's oh, yeah. in, in Toby Hanna than it is on the Upper West Side. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes, yes, yes. I'm like yelling at my, my parents live not so far from you. I mentioned, I'm like yelling at them. I'm like, yes. go out today. They're like, oh, we're on our <laughs> That's right. Oh, you you like, did tell me your parents oh. live not so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're, they're only yeah. about a half an hour away from me. This yeah. is true. Very true. But uh, the other thing is also, it's going back to that vibration and frequency thing, because I believe we do control our reality of what we experience by our vibration. I'm feeling that my experience of this whole thing has been so uplifting is because of my vibration yeah. and and i think somebody can experience be in exactly the same location i'm at and, and have a completely experience yeah. i think it's important like what just occurred to me also too is to remember that our vibration and our actions impact each other we're so connected in many so many ways so and I'm thinking like, well, you guys don't have the, the COVID problem in Toby Hanna because we're in New York, we're choosing to stay home. Okay. <laughs> we're blocking it from going out. Even we're like, what, 90 miles away from each other. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of a le lesson in of itself that we're choosing. I mean, people could be not doing that. Be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go to my Coconos house for the weekend anyway, even though mm -hmm. I've been in the epicenter and then bring it to your grocery store and your neighborhood and then all of your experience would change. So we have to kind of remember that our, our actions right. each other as well. And there's a little bit of a, 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 a collective, like, like we're loving each other. Right. There's a lot of people talking about New York, like we stay home because we love you. <laughs> okay. 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 I, I, and I, and I, I feel that too, you yes. know, every night at seven o'clock PM, Everyone bursts into applause from their apartment buildings here okay. in Manhattan to thank all of the essential workers and all the people that are out there, you know, risking their lives. There's a lot of collective love that you yes. can feel. And I feel much more than the fear here. It's interesting. Even though there are a lot of people sick and the fear is definitely there. You go to the grocery store and people are like, don't cough in line at the grocery store. You, <laughs> you might get shot. Death looks faster than anyone else, but there's, yeah. The, my experience of it here is just that we're all pulling together and yes, much more love. And yes. I think that's just an insight into human nature. I think that we're, we're, we're much more loving and able to connect and step up to each other than we even know. And I yes. think that's part of that next phase of evolution that you were talking about 
Yes. The 2020 vision. Yes. We're together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but the, the onion is just starting to peel. But the That's thing right. I, I'd like to talk about is the fear. Because mm -hmm. the other thing, the one one of the things I like to share on this show is knowing exactly who you are mm -hmm. as a spirit, as a divine being, looking yeah. at your life from your soul perspective. Yes. You know, because you know, you know from the work that you do, we live many, many, many lives. Yeah. This is not it. And we choose when to come and we choose when to live. I mean, when to leave. <laughs> we choose when to come into this life <laughs> experience and we choose so, when to leave. It's a yeah. soul. It's from our soul perspective. So I live my life from that. I yeah. live my life from that. And I say that when you know, not believe. Okay, my definition for no is belief on steroids okay so like for that. me so for me it's not a belief it's a knowing i know i am a sovereign divine being of light this and physical body is just a temporary car and i think i think that that is something that people awaken to to use yes. the, the word of your awaken to oneness and yes. there are different ways that people can awaken Yes. Often it can be through suffering. Yes. Loss. Yes. We're talking about we both have journeys of, of loss that yes. will yes. bring you to your knees. Yes. You know, and, and for me, having this experience of passive regression, giving people a chance to experience, hey, I am in a different body right now. Mm -hmm. I thought I was a female. I am not a female. Or <laughs> I thought I was, you know, a... a, a fill in the blank right whatever yes yes, yes. We, yes. we are to that gives people a chance to have that experience of like you said of your of your experience as a soul and helps you awaken and when you meet someone else who's also awake you're like oh yeah you got it we, we're yes. the same yes so i think that what's happening right now on planet earth is many many more people are awakening that's this exactly earth. what i'm trying to say and yes. if our society will evolve from the inside out exactly more loving more more equality more seeing each other as a soul if you see yourself as a soul then what that means is that you see others as a soul too Exactly. And you see others as a soul and you don't see others as separate from you. Correct. That's the whole, you see them, you see them as you in another body, you in so another body. Yes, you're helping people wake up. Yes. I'm helping people wake up. We're yes. all waking up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But the other point I was about to say about the fear, when you do have that awakening and you know yourself as that soul, you have no fear. Yeah. It's just not, it's not, a, I, I can tell you, honestly, fear is not a part of my DNA anymore. Yeah. Because, I mean, because I say to myself, once you know yourself as a divine creator, living the temporary life of your own creation, what is there to fear? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. You know? Especially so, if you yeah. have the experience. I mean, one of the parts, I mean, there are many pieces of past life regression. It's a very dense experience, but. It is, in essence, experiencing your own death. Oh, yes. Your own demise. Mm -hmm. And like I said, there's, there's a lot of deep spiritual work that we do around death and dying. Yes. And I keep going back to this, like the, these shamanic traditions. Right. 
to, you have to experience your death. People do ayahuasca in order to. I want to. I do. I want to try that. Yeah, I, I, I haven't done it. I either, want to go somewhere like in the like in uh, Costa Rica and find a really quality, you know, qualitative shaman. I, you know, you gotta, you have to have all the right. It has, it has to be done. In the traditional way, with okay, yes, yes, I would love to, love to, love to. That's, that's the purpose of the ayahuasca journey: is to experience your shadow, your fear, your death. So for you, you've already found that place of light without needing the plant medicine, and I'm sure yeah. you know I still want to try. <laughs> if I ever get the opportunity, like I said, yeah. the idea of life. experiencing your own death, yes, you no longer fear death because exactly that it's. A transition it's not the end and I'm not cavalier I don't want to die I'm enjoying this time around yeah, <laughs> I have a lot that like, is left to do but like you know to me people are like oh if I get the COVID I'm gonna die I'm like well if that's what I if that's what happens then that's what happens like well, that's why that's why I share I, I, I yeah. thought about that this morning when I thought about the only person I know that has been diagnosed 87 years old <laughs> and has a history of cancer and she she was diagnosed over a month ago she's home she never even stayed in the hospital she was at her doctor's office where they tested her and she went home they called her let her know okay you're positive she never even went back to the hospital she stayed at home she you know did whatever she does and she's fine I have, I have one word badass <laughs> 87 like i said and yes. you know what she maybe she's mentally tough you know and because and, and, the mind and the body and the spirit are all connected it's all connected it's and mind, not saying body, that people spirit. who get yes. sick and die you know manifest yes. coronavirus because yes. that's unkind and it's not true right, right. right. Like, we all have our individual life paths but exactly the, the mind is a powerful Yes. So part of our, our, our physical experience yes. and, and the soul are connected. So yes, all three, all three are as important. It's yeah. important. It's important to feed the body and take care of the body healthy because yeah. that's our vehicle. Just like my car. I want my car to get me from here to Jersey when I go to Jersey mm -hmm. and it can't get me there if I don't take care of it. Just like my body. I want to stay here and do the work that I came here to do because we're all here for a divine purpose. You found yours. I found mine. We're living our, we're shining our light for the world. Yeah. And so it's important to take care of the body and feed it well, organic, non-GMO, drink a lot of fresh spring water, all that exercise. Walking is the best exercise. Just light walking, sunshine. Oh my God, that is so healthy for us. So all these healthy things we need to do for our body, but it's also important how we feed our mind. Yeah. So that's why we're positive because we do, we get like negative programming just from society in general and that news. That's why I stay away from it. We yeah. get a lot of negative thoughts from there. And yeah. if we just dwell on those negative thoughts, we're going to put ourselves in a state of fear. So we want to feed our mind. We want to feed our mind with just as positive, like we want to feed our body with good, healthy food. We want to feed our mind with healthy thoughts, positive thoughts. One of the one of the themes that has come up with my private clients, mm -hmm. um, and also people, I, I've been doing webinar workshops, so group past life progression. A lot of people are emailing me back, you know, kind of the experiences that they've had. 
But one theme that's come up is a lot of people who have gotten sick and died in a past life and have this fear of, they're, they're like a germaphobe or they're, and I, I have a son who's a germaphobe. He's 14. He's, <laughs> he uses his shirt to, t before coronavirus, he was okay. a germaphobe. Like he just, he just always was thinking like, oh, something fell on the floor. He's like, <gasps> you know, and so okay. people have different reactions to different things. And, and, and I think past lives are only part of it. Also too, we have, you know, brain chemistry and what, it's complicated. Yeah. But I've worked with a lot of people this week that are like, okay, you died from the plague in the 13th century. Doesn't mean you're going to die now. Exactly. And if you have that thought and that belief that's going to be a fear. It's going to be a phobia. It's going to be an energy that you're carrying and you're going to attract that to you. So the idea is to get rid of that energy, release yourself of it, that it, it, it's a, it's a thought. It's a, it's based on trauma with the idea yes. that trauma creates an energy signature and that we carry that with us lifetime after lifetime after lifetime and that it continues to inform our experience. So when we get rid of that energy, it's gone. They were free to create a new experience. That's, that's the, exactly. That's, that's you, how, that's the Yeah. You just hit the nail on the head. Because yeah. actually we all chose this experience right now to clear out. It's called cellular memory. You're right. We take trauma from past lives and all of not just we've had trauma. Some people have had devastating traumas in this current this life. life. Yep. That the trauma from this life the trauma from past lives, all of that, we brought that here now to clear. Yeah. That is, because this is a time where humanity is awakening as a collective. And yeah. so to awaken as a collective, we have to clear that old trauma. And it's going to happen different, different ways for everybody. But that's exactly, you hit the nail on the head. When it's I first started to trauma. that, that's what compelled me to start doing work with energy healers and shamans because I started to realize that it wasn't just a story, right? But there was an energy to it. And that's, you know, and, and my, my training and background includes energy medicine. Like I said, yes. from a lot of different backgrounds, because I very quickly realized that there was something else going on here. Yes. That it's not just about bringing up the story like, oh, I was so-and-so in a past life. And right. No, no, no. It's about clearing that trauma. But to release it. Yes. So people who do past life regression, I, I really want to kind of say that. You work with somebody who understands that there's energy connected with this too, because there has to be a release. You've got to get rid of it. Right. It can't be suppressed and put down. You have, it has to be, has to be brought up. It has to be brought to the light and transformed. And, 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 you, and you have to deal with that responsibly, you know, it's yes. got to, you've got to clear, yes. clear the, clear the yes. cast, so to speak. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Now, um, I know what I wanted to ask you because I've had a couple of guests on that do in between lives. Mm -hmm. And also, I don't know if you're familiar with Robert Schwartz. Yeah. He's been on my show twice. He was my very oh, yeah. first guest. Because okay. I was reading his book, a two, I was in my son's ICU room the last uh, month my son was in the physical realm. I was reading Robert's books, uh, Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift. And yeah. I was emailing back and forth to Robert while I was in my son's ICU. Wow. Yes. So, um, but Robert and also um, Michael Newton's work. Yep. Yes, I have. Now I didn't. I had tried to invite Michael Newton to be a guest, and he had transitioned a year 
earlier, but yeah. his um, director of his institute, Peter Smith, I want to say, yep. has been on. And okay. also, I've had another um, psychotherapist recently that does that specializes, I'm sorry, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, but he also specializes in in-between lives yep. therapy. So as to why we have chosen to come here this life, have you ever, do you have any experience with that? I never did any training. I, I'm familiar with all these people. They're, they're colleagues and, and yes. uh, I've never done any between life training kind of in this field. There are kind of two grandfathers. <laughs> Okay. Brian Weiss and one is Michael Newton. Right. Yes. <laughs> Brian okay. Weiss girl. Um, okay. You know, and, and, and the idea that the between lives is more about soul mapping, soul planning, yes. soul purpose. Exactly. That for some people more than others. For me, yes. there was something about Brian's work that, like I said, dealing more with the energies. It's a passive regression is very physical work. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you wearing? Mm -hmm. What do you look like? Are you hungry? Uh huh. Uh -huh. When, I, when people are about to pass, I ask, "Are you in pain anywhere?" Right, right, right. So I think a lot of times we're we're so you know obsessed with connecting to spirit or or being in the realm of spirit. To me, I was just really drawn to how physical this work is. I work with okay. people with physical symptoms mm -hmm. from a past life. They have yeah. ulcers. And they okay. remember dying from poisoning in a past life. And then they, okay. their ulcers go away. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but, the, but the between lives element is always there when yes. you're doing work. Like, you know, and if you've read any of Brian's books, yes. Um, yes. Yes. he describes this too. But, yes. you know, it, they're, just, they're just different approaches. And yeah. what you're looking yeah. to discover. Yeah. You know? I was just curious. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because actually, um, Michael Newton was focusing on past lives and it just like he said like you said Brian he said to the to the patient and it was a female patient I'll never forget this one because I identify with it so much it was a female patient that really felt very isolated and lonely her entire life I mm -hmm. I I actually I identify with that a thousand percent like I said I was the black sheep in the family I never was popular I've never had close friends didn't have I had I come from a small nuclear family and really never had close relationships so I felt that so when he was describing this patient and so he says to the, Michael Newton says to the patient well go to the source mm -hmm. when she went to the source this is his first in between life trans um, regression, she went to planning that lifetime. Oh. And here's how she planned it. She planned it. She's like, you know, we, we have soul groups, we have soul families, and mm -hmm. we come and we have interaction with all of our, our, we come with our group when we come to a life. But she chose in that lifetime, she said, I'm leaving you all here. You all stay right here. I'm going to do this one on my own. She came into this life without, and, and she remembers. She she uh, had the whole, you got to read the book. I forget what um, book it's in, but of Michael Newton's, but she's describing, she's seeing all of her spirit family. I think that's from Journey of Souls. I, I think so. I think so. 
Wait, I think so. Right here. <laughs> okay, I think so. I, and she chose to say, I'm doing this life experience by myself. I want to experience independence. Uh, you know, I, I, you guys supported me too much in my other lifetimes. I need a lifetime of, and after she got, had that memory of her planning her life and telling her soul family, stay behind let me do this on my she oh, was fine yeah. and i truly believe i i identified with that so much i'm like i must have did the same thing yeah. <laughs> you know like there are many we talked about this there are many paths toward awakening yes. and fortunately there are many signposts and guideposts and and people who are are like like what you're doing being willing to share your own experience I'm sure you tell your story and a lot of people, it resonates with them, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That we're all kind of helping each other wake up and, and they're, all, they're all equal paths. As long as we all reach the same truth. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, we are unique. That's the other word I forgot to use. Mm -hmm. We are unique, divine, multidimensional, um, holographic aspects of all that is god yeah. so when i say unique with no two snowflakes are alike yeah. so none of not there's seven billion people on the planet not one person is going to have the same awakening experience it's okay. going to be unique to each of us and we're, it's about us sharing our unique experiences that's why i always say on this show it's not about agreement because you can love and respect Another, when you know that other is a divine soul, another yeah. aspect of you, another aspect of God. Yeah. When you know that, you can say, okay, thank you for sharing. That mm -hmm. doesn't, you know, that's not my experience or it doesn't resonate with me the same as it resonates with you, but thank you for sharing. I'm saying that because right now, there's so much arguing on social media oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm saying that to say to people because i've even i've shared some things of what resonates with me as truth and i got attacked i'm like are you kidding me yeah. are you attacking me for sharing what resonates yeah. <laughs> and these are quote-unquote spiritual people <laughs> so i'm like yeah so i'm like time out people yeah love and light people <laughs> love and light right. if you want to comment and this is yeah, I, I think, I think if you want to comment and you can't comment with love then just leave that alone but here's the thing because we operate from two places love or fear mm -hmm. and yes there is a lot of fear in the world so i i had to and i said i forgive all of you yeah. because i understand you're coming in a you're coming at me from a place of fear because even if you disagree with me you can approach me with love and kindness love here's how you know the difference between love and fear love is always kind yeah love is always kind yeah. so if you it's nothing wrong to have a conversation on social media and have a disagreement but you can stay in a place of love and kindness as you have that conversation absolutely yes. you know i think that all of the division that's happening in our society in our culture in our country I think that plays an important purpose. And, and I, I try oh, to- Oh, I know it does. This. I know it does. We yes. need to learn how to be more compassionate to each other and more understanding that your experience or your beliefs are yours and mine are mine. And that we, and I think that in order to 
really go there. We first have to clash in order to find that. I mean, it's just this explosion of differences where it's like, you know, what, what, what you believe and what I believe, it's not superior or inferior. They're just different. And I think that that's, exactly. it's an important part of our evolution as a species, I think. Like looking at, I've seen people have past lives from 5,000 years ago. Wow. Working on different issues 5,000 years ago. We were working on different issues 100 years ago. Yes. Right. What we're working on now is more about equality, understanding, peace, harmony, uh, becoming more connected. These seem to be the lessons of this era, um, which is I'm working on a book, and oh. uh, my book is about equality. Oh, awesome. Because <laughs> past lives, reincarnation, that's yes. really what yes. these lessons teach us, is this yes. universality. You might have a different opinion, but your soul is on the same journey that my soul is on over many lifetimes. And that's, exactly. I think, the key to world, like I said, to world peace. If everybody could understand how this works, that there would be, and like I said, I, I'm, 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 I'm hoping to be done with the book um, by the end of the summer, but because yeah. we're quarantine lockdown, I'm writing more. Than that. Oh, awesome. Very, <laughs> very good. You know, but very good. So that, very good. Yeah. And you're actually, <laughs> I'm working on my first book and I've been working on it about a year and a half and I just have it. I've written about four chapters and it is, it's my journey. It's my journey of awakening and also my journey with my son. Kyle, like I said, I, I shared with you, there was two, I, I only actually physically lost him once, but there was two times I, I only almost lost him another time before. But I share all of that in detail in the beginning of my book. And then I, I, I my, my awakening actually started before he even got sick, which was yeah. in 2007 when I saw What the Bleed. That was the, that was the key to my awakening. And so I kind of, so the book... I think that your sharing your story is the most loving and giving thing that you can give, particularly from this space of hindsight, you know, doing a podcast and a book is that Phoenix from the ashes Mm -hmm. that happens, right? And it's kind of like, you know, you can't be a healer without having walked that path yourself. Exactly. You know, like I, people ask me all the time how I became a life coach. It's like, I, like you could do this in a classroom. Really? Right. Right. (laughs) A little bit. I learned to like some things from it, but you know, I think that that your story is going to resonate with a lot of people, particularly because you have the benefit of hindsight that you can look back and see that you saw that movie exactly the right day that you meant to do that movie. And you, and, and everything unfolded in this beautiful perfect yet messy yes yes way and that everybody's journey is unique and i think that that i think like i said thank you for keep going with that because like yes. I, there are more there are more stories that need to be shared and it'll exactly with a lot of people so exactly so yeah. now this time of time out that we have we're all put we've all been sent to our room this is really an opportunity for us to to go within listen either listen to inspirational music meditate um maybe go if you can i mean you're in the city so it's different here it's we're we're wide open so we can go for a walk easier um go for in in the sunshine the sunshine is now it's a cloud yesterday was so sunny today yeah. is cloudy <laughs> but um but it's just a matter of going i think this is spirit the universe the and humanity as a collective and saying we need a time out 
Mm -hmm. um, try not, I always, I just encourage people, try not to listen to the news as much because I do find it keeps you at a lower vibration. I mean, you can check it, like you said, once a day or something like that. You know, yeah. to add like another nerdy historical analogy, but you know, after the great plague came the Renaissance. So oh, yes. Okay. Yes. People that are home quarantined, I'm telling them all the time, write that screenplay that you've been yes. writing. Yes. Right, take glass online and yes, and that painting and take that painting. I'll plant that some vegetable seeds in pots if you're in the city. That's right. I'll plant that, so there's going to be this explosion of creativity yes. for people that are finally like people who are able to thrive and not be yes. in that place of fear. That yes. finding ways to kind of channel that energy. I'm looking forward to all the great films that'll be out next year and the year after, and all of the great books that we have to read, and all of the great art exhibits and things so yes. you know I, I i like i said that's the phoenix from the ashes from this time yes. there are a lot of people who are home kind of doing that where it's like we're forced to slow down and yeah that's why i said i got so excited when i realized this is the beginning of the mass awakening and 2020 is the year of clear vision so please people that are listening please understand all is not lost, <laughs> things are happening, and and all will be well. Yeah. <laughs> all will be well. Yes. Well, thank you, Michelle, so much. I'm thank so you. glad. This has been a, a great conversation. I loved it. Thank you so, so much, much for having me. I really thank enjoyed it. Thank you. And hey, once things are over with, I don't get to New York often. I actually have a good friend. Matter of fact, where I met Tracy was on the upper... West Side, it was, you said, wait, I get, wait, West Side, yes, Upper West Side, you live on the Upper West Side. I do. So that's where I met Tracy at, at a dear friend of mine's house. So um, whenever, you know, Next things are back. here, hit me up and. I will. We'll have to social distance, we can have tea six feet apart. And okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, thank you well, so I'm much. Sure I, I, I know I will not be going into the city until all of this is in. <laughs> I, so, I barely, if you can. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a city person. I barely yeah. go into the city twice a year, if that. <laughs> but, uh, but you're not far, so we'll, we will definitely keep in touch. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you so much. Okay. Was, this has been great. Yes. Okay. Hi. Bye for now. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Michelle Brock. She um, does uh, her therapy using past life regression, trying to get to the root cause of any blocks or issues you might have. So definitely check her out. We had a great conversation. Um, I like to always um, make uh, my listeners aware that now on my website, I am offering a free mentoring session with anyone who's interested in having a mentoring session with me. Just go to my website, awake2onenessradio.org, and just let me know, contact me there, and I will be in touch with you. Um, the other thing I like to say, I am hosting now a monthly Zoom meeting. Um, we had a great one just last week. And so our next Zoom meeting is going to be in May. It's gonna be the fourth week, fourth Thursday in May. I'm not looking at the calendar right now, but it is the fourth Thursday in May at 8 p.m. Eastern 
time. So please, if you can join us, just uh, contact me and I will send you the Zoom link for that meeting. We had a great time. Uh, so come join us. Okay, and also on my website, I have a list of holistic free online events. We're all concerned about health right now. And for me, I have been holistic for over 20 years. I have not gone to the do a doctor, not would, have not needed to go to a doctor. And I'm the healthiest I can be because I am completely holistic. So there are a list of online, uh, holistic online events that you can check out. And if you're interested, um, you can register and check them out for free. So you can find that on my website. And I also like to invite anyone interested in helping to support Awake to Oneness Radio. Everything I do is nonprofit and your financial support is greatly appreciated. So if the show speaks to you, if the mission of awakening the, awakening the world to the universe, sorry, to the universal truth of oneness, if that resonates in your heart and you like to make a donation, please do. Uh, there is a donation button on the website. Thank you very much. I appreciate you all. Love you all. Um, always, always be safe and peace and love. Namaste. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.